Before we get into discussing our favorite women of Bravo, I just want to remind you that you can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, or Stitcher. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us five stars. That helps us reach more people and makes us easier to find. For more information, go to our website at housewives-historians.simplecast.com. That's simplecast.com. And as always, all episodes of The Real Housewives are available on Hulu if you'd like to watch ahead of time and follow along with us each week. And reach out to me, Jordan McKenzie. That's at Jay McKenzie on Instagram or Twitter. J-A-Y-M-A-C-K-E-N-Z-E-E on Instagram or Twitter with any questions, comments, or if you want to be a guest on our show. And with that, enjoy. episode of the housewives historians podcast that little podcast where we dive deep into ancient housewives history i'm your host uh-huh. jordan mckenzie and joined with me as always my beautiful and talented co-host back after a brief hiatus amanda brown how are you doing tonight hello <laughs> uh, hello human Amanda, 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 before we get going tonight, I, oh no, let me put a disclaimer for the listeners, our dear brothers and sisters out there that are listening to us. We are actually recording outside on a beautiful February Eve um, for many th- reasons. It doesn't feel like absolute death, like on the planet of that Star Wars movie where he hides in that carcass. It doesn't feel like that outside. So we are having it's a, a very important moment, <laughs> a lovely time outside, and it feels good to be back in the swing of things. Mm-hmm. But just in case anyone like realizes that they hear like a plane or like a dog or like a kooky old lady from down the street, that's you can't like, shut up, <laughs> shut it up. That's why the audio might be a little kooky, weird. But I gotta wake up in the morning. <laughs> And if it does get too cold, Parker, I will have to delete and we have to restart because I will get bitchy if I get cold. Um, I'll go home <laughs> immediately. Amanda, first question of the night. Are you mad at me? No. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just having a big depression for um, many reasons. So usually we try to keep to a good sketch uh, for the pod. Um, we've been gone for a few weeks because iconically – I went through a terror phase when I could not reach you like two Tuesdays ago, which is when we usually record. Yeah. And I was frantically like coming up with um, sort of like law and order type situations as to why you were missing. I've been watching so much Forensic Files too. And I was like, I hope nobody thinks this because this is always how it starts. Let me give the facts to the listeners so they have a little background. So usually what Amanda will do is she'll come by my apart and that and she'll sort of like – watch the show that we're doing together. And I'm we'll so like, sorry, yes. And so usually I'll just sort of expect that. Like, that's just sort of the routine that we have. I'm pretty predictable in that way. Yeah. Well, and unbeknownst to Amanda at the, at the time of the departure, um, like it's, like it's, um, yeah, it's like she got raptured. Um, unbeknownst yeah, to you. But, but down. I got raptured <laughs> down to hell. Unbeknownst to you, <laughs> uh, our engineer, our iconically hot engineer, Parker, said he could not do it. So you didn't know that information. So no. I was still expecting you to contact come you. Come to show me. Show up. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You never did. So I'm like, well, here's the thing. She's missing out on the information that we weren't even supposed to record, but she still didn't show up. So she was just going to blast off the podcast. Basically, Amanda was just like, fuck the podcast. I'm not coming. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. That's what was in my head the whole time. And mostly fuck Jordan <laughs> yeah. for this one. Yeah. 
<laughs> so, of course, I'm, like, messaging you, like, cutesy things. Like, we like to play games via text. Yes, we do. Um, so I'm just sort of, like, playing around, like, hello, this is your friend. Like, where are you? I loved that text once I got my phone on. I really did like it. <laughs> and you do not have to go into specifics of why you were MIA. I just thought this was kind of funny because I turned to my my dear roommate at the time and I say, now, I need to say this out loud to you, roommate, like, just so I can clear it up and it's not a thing. Are we dealing with a murder suey here? Like, that's what I thought was the situation. The last time she was seen. <laughs> so, of course, was I don't. three o'clock on a Tuesday afternoon. I don't want to be the person that has to call all of the hospitals and the jails. Because you're going to be the first suspect, man. Yes. Oh, I was, that was going through my mind, too, yeah. because I'm like, do I have an alibi? Yes, but Did they could plant see? something. Right. Like, and maybe your DNA was on me from the week before, and that'll right. just use that. You know, like, I don't know. Cops uh-huh. are skeezy. So I don't want to call all the hospitals and all the jails. So I'm oh just like, oh my god! I just had a vision of you like sitting in prison, <laughs> serving five years of your 80 year sentence, just yes. like waiting for caring too much. <laughs> like that's why I would be in jail. So regardless, instead of calling all the hospitals and all the jails, I called your mom. <laughs> I said, so your beautiful daughter, but mischievous daughter, is not responding to me. And she has not responded to me in over one week. And your mom's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. I'm sure she's fine. And I'm like, okay, you're taking this well. I am not. <laughs> like, I need to get to the bottom of this. That's what caused it. Because my mom reached out to my boyfriend when she couldn't get me. Because of me. That I was forced to get back on the grid, so I had to get some things together. <laughs> Needless to say, you were taking some time to yourself, um, but I. this is a PSA to everyone who has a close friend. Um, stay please, on the grid. Stay on the grid. You like, stay on the grid. Because people with anxiety like me will go to that darkest scenario <laughs> where like, I'm peeping through your windows trying to see, and you're just covered in blood like <laughs> just um crime scene beyond crime scene i'm already thinking about the forensic files episode where it turns into a cold case and they're like 40 years later the dna evidence would come out the jordan wasn't even at the he scene wasn't of even the <laughs> well, when I at did, the time we couldn't do that kind of testing but now <laughs> i did just watch that night stalker documentary oh hell yeah so that was sort of like yet. in my rear view of sort of like the the macabre nature of how you pass yeah <laughs> People always disappear. They go off the grid first, and then you find out the horrible And truth. then sheets, just sheets covered oh, in blood. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, the stains, the splatter, and you're going to analyze it. It's going to be great. Um, <laughs> so, yes, once again, I'm very thankful that uh, you're doing good. I'm alive. I'm here. <laughs> and we're back, on the, we're back on the saddle. I'm here with humans. And if you need to move in with me, I, I promise we can make that happen. I need to move into a small box about six feet under. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Anything is, uh, anything else to report before we get this train moving? Uh, no, I ain't got nothing else. <laughs> I can't beat that. <laughs> um, let's just get back in the swing of it and l- l- let's give you a quiz. Ooh. Hey, kids, listen to this. It's time for a weekly Housewives quiz. So, Amanda, as as the listeners may or may not know, I do have to give the disclaimer that Amanda does not know every single detail about the Housewives. Sometimes she knows very little. Sometimes yeah, you she guys. does know You sound pissed off at things. them. <laughs> God, always want this disclaimer, don't you? And, of course, I do know, I do know because I watch them. So I have a quiz, and it's a short one because I have two questions. Usually I have three, but I was – tipsy when I watched the rehearsals of Dallas and I don't remember what happened on it. Hey, that's how it goes. That's how the potion works. I only have two (laughs) questions, but they're juicy questions. So first and foremost, 
uh, on the Real Housewives of New Jersey to prove a point to Teresa about how rumors are bad and damaging. Jackie makes one up on the spot. Was the rumor that Jackie made up about Teresa that Teresa has no money and can't even afford her cable bill? Okay. Did she say that Gia, Teresa's daughter, does cocaine at college parties? Mm. Did she say that Teresa is secretly dating a married man? Mm. Or did she say that Teresa's ex-husband left her for Kim D? Ooh. I'm going to go with the Q-cane. The Q-cane. Yeah, that one seems to be the most, like, spicy, top of mind mm-hmm. kind of thing. They talk about Coke a lot. We, so. They do. And you know what? Coke is always one of those things where you never think it's going to be around, but then sometimes it'll just rear its ugly head. Yeah. And, and you're, you're like, damn. Like, and then you turn around Coke? and you're like, oh, everybody's doing it. Oh, what? God. Like, <laughs> this is a very personal story that I will not name the person, but I did get a text, like a reach out text from someone I didn't really have much of a relationship with. Uh, we did, we, for a while we did not, but like this was like the first time we kind of spoken in a while. Mm-hmm. And, and they said, I will not gender them because I don't want to spoil, uh, I don't want to hurt their feelings. Unless they, they said, gender is they. <laughs> now you got it. Of em. course. <laughs> um, but they said, hey, babe. Um, can I borrow a hundred dollars? And I'm like, wow, babe. I'm like, random. Why? And they said for Coke. Oh, <laughs> they were so open about it. And this is not like a close friendship that I like. The very super, like we were close, and then we kind of. Broke I don't think off you and- would get that money back if you. Well, and I said, I'm such a giving person. Did you fucking do it? I didn't. Okay. No, but if they had <laughs> lied, if they had lied and said like, "Oh, my dog needs yeah. treatment." Oh, or Georgia something. Power. Yeah. Oh, I'd be like, "Of course, we're in a pandemic. Like, yeah. of course, we're gonna do that." But like, not no, not for, for the actual like. But I appreciate the balls and the courage and the you know the testosterone. Like, oops, ah! <laughs> whoopsies, <laughs> the <laughs> mysterious hormone. <laughs> Testosterone's present in men and women. You're correct. Eh? You're actually, okay. I'm not gonna hormone shame him. Yeah. They're fuck me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he was iconically a man. Okay. Like, <laughs> I knew it. There was something about it. I did it. appreciate the balls on him to be like, you know what? I'm gonna shoot my shot and get try to see if you get hundred but first in my head I was just like, isn't a hundred dollars like a lot of cocaine? I don't do drugs. I don't I don't I don't know. Yeah, what do you remember? That's um, some hard stuff, right? <laughs> it's got to run you at least 3000 bucks. Um, of course, <laughs> I do. I, I genuinely care about the person I'm talking about. I'm just being funny on the pod. Like, don't take it too personal. Uh-huh. Um, anyways, you say, did Jackie said that Gia, Teresa's daughter, does cocaine at college parties? Yeah, cocaine. Correct. I knew it. 100% correct. And it's of course, top like, of Teresa was like, how dare you bring up my family? You can't, But, like, literally, Teresa started a rumor that Jackie's husband was cheating on her at the gym. So, the isn't that gym. tit for tat? Ooh. What a yeah. horrible picture at the gym. At the gym. When you know, like, if he's hooking up at the gym, like, he's probably getting it from dudes. Yeah. Like, right? Yeah. Those are the rooms, like the private rooms. Yeah. Moving on to question number two. On the Real Housewives of Atlanta this week, what didn't happen while the girls were on vacation in South Carolina? What did not happen? Okay. So you're getting three that did and one did not. Hmm. Did Candy put a vibrator down Cynthia's panties and control it remotely? Wait a minute. <laughs> We're talking about the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Did Candy put, okay, all right. did Candy put a vibrator down Cynthia's panties and controlled it remotely? B, did a freaky three-way happen between two girls and a male stripper named Bolo? Kenya made out with Portia in the pool? Or Bolo's thing was so big they had to blur it out through his pants? What didn't happen? Raunchy, bachelorette party antics... We've, I I really hope that first one didn't happen. That seems like crossing a line. The vibrator doesn't yeah. control <laughs> <Yeah>. it remotely. <laughs> That's kind of intimate. <laughs> That's actually a sex act. <laughs> That's not a joke anymore. <laughs> Did that happen? Well, 
Is that your guess? I really hope that didn't happen. That That's did what... happen. Oh, no. Because Gandhi did what a vibrator does in these pants. You're, you're masturbating someone. That's, a, that's actually kind of a thing. So now we're down to three. Did a freaky three-way happen between two girls and a male stripper named Bolo? Did Kenya make out with Portia in the pool, or did Bolo's thing was so big they had to blur it out through his pants? What didn't happen? Through his pants blur? Yeah. He was wearing pants. He was, was wearing pants. So bulgy. So, yeah, it was apparently so big they had to blur it. Because, like, male strippers, I think, okay. like, iconically, male strippers would have a big penis, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does that come with the territory of being a male and Big old tits, too, if I remember correctly. I don't know. I haven't been outside in a while. Um, I'm thinking the three-way didn't happen. Too many receipts with that. I don't mm, think they would do You say that. that didn't happen? Too risky, right? Incorrect. That Whoa! did happen. A three-way with the male stripper named Bolo did happen, and he left the, the house at 7 in the morning. Wow, Amanda, two for two. What didn't happen? This is really... <laughs> and we're going to talk about it in a second before we get to Potomac. Wacky. Okay, so the making out in the pool uh-huh. or the big old ding Or the big ding-ding, yeah. Well, or he had that, happen. so I guess they just didn't make out in the they pool? They didn't make out in the what? pool. What? <laughs> so I have to talk about this, and Amanda obviously... They had do- sex, but they didn't make out... <laughs> No, Kenya wasn't involved in the three-way. They had sexual acts. But it's legit. The vibrator and shit like this? The vibrator definitely happened. The three-way, we pretty sure. Like, Kenya heard um, the kind of noises that you would make if you were having a classic three-way. Save it for episode 69. (laughs) Don't don't get ahead of yourself. I do want to talk about that episode, though, because I watched that episode, and it was so debaucherous. It was... I was horn, horny. Like, horny was from it. Horny from the episode of The Raw Atlanta. That we got to save that for 69, too. <laughs> That's perfect. Amanda is, of course, talking about we are almost approaching episode 69 of our podcast. And we're going to make it a very sexual <laughs> podcast. No, like, his name was Bolo, and he, of course, did have, they say, they had to blur it, of course, but like 12 inches of not his arm. Sounds like it hurts. EP. That's crazy. Yes, and uh, he... He he overstepped the boundaries of what most strippers normally do. He went to sex time with some of them. So. Well, I mean, it depends on what website you go to, but apparently, I, I've been informed that they do that a lot. They do that a lot? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Girls what? get wild. They go wild. It was probably one of the best episodes of the house. Like, I hope to God... We, get, we we might just cover it anyway. We might have to handpick that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds it, salacious. It was... I literally, and you know, some people don't think this, but gay boys do get horny sometimes. So no I was way. just sort of like horny. You guys don't just fall in love <laughs> right away? I thought that's what it was. And I said to myself, I was like, this it was almost like porn. Like, because they did this thing where the girls, there, the, there was cameras all over the beach house. And they were like, no, we, no one's getting to film this. We're having a nasty night. Da, da, da. So they like covered up all the cameras. So you just had audio and you have all these girls <gasps> are like, oh my God. And come on and fuck me. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> And it was so salacious because it was your mem- your imagination creating. In, they was didn't this have like, the footage. Okay, so that was during the threesome, right? <laughs> I don't know because he, apparently he was dancing for them all night long. They, we couldn't he even see him dance. On a table. He, they wanted a private show. Oh, wow. A private dancer doing a private show, classic Tina Turner. Wow. So mm. I'm maybe still titillated. I did start following Bolo on Instagram, so I will be having Bolo reports from. You need a new Instagram. <laughs> you follow all the wrong people. <laughs> we just have to scrape that whole thing. <laughs> okay, let's get into our episode, shall we, guys? Uh, and this is going to be much more professional from here on out. Mm-hmm. I promise. Not a single talk of a titty <laughs> nor a weenie shall be. <laughs> This week, we're talking The Real Housewives of Potomac, Season 2, Episode 6, titled Messy Games. Uh, It originally aired on May 7th, 
2017. And this is sort of like one of those moments that we find ourselves on the format of this podcast where we've covered the episode before this and we've covered the episode after this. Now we have the missing piece. Little missing piece of the puzzle. Mm. Um, And of course we've ran, we've ran these taglines into the ground, but let's do it once more with feeling. Shall we? Let's do our taglines. Freaking do it. God, I'm pissed. (laughs) Taglines. We begin with a, with Miss Giselle Bryant herself, Queen of Potomac, word on the street is, I'm still the word on the street. Once again, which I'm just going to, I'm not even going to con, 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 con talk about, I'm not going to talk about these taglines because we've talked about them so many times. So let's just talk about Giselle in general in the episode. Yes. How do you feel? Where she always to looks to me, I like that she's got that bewildered expression mm-hmm. like, oh, oh, oh. what? <laughs> oh. She's always looking like. Completely shocked and thrown a thrown any back. piece of information spins yeah. <laughs> her for a loop. She's just getting tossed. So I liked that <laughs> shocked look. I need to develop one of those. Um, we move over to Karen Potomac. Put me on a pedestal, and the view is spectacular. Karen's going through it tonight. Yeah, she's maybe poor. Maybe <laughs> you'll never know. You'll never know. That's how you do it. Of course, Karen is friend of the podcast. She's reached out to Amanda uh-huh. specifically through yeah. the application cameo. Um, so, so to see her again was a surprise and a delight. And I love to see her with Roy, and I love it. Yes, his yeah. name is Ray. Oh, let me just change some things here. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> so then we move over to Monique. I may be rough around the edges, but baby, so are diamonds. Extra. Read all about it. Monique. <laughs> okay, so I will be peppering in like current day Monique stuff because she is iconically bottom of the barrel when it comes to my opinion of her. I'm sorry. <gasps> yeah. Why? We'll, we'll talk bottom about of the barrel it. of what? What's a barrel of? Of all the women. Aww. She said the bus scraped the bottom. Damn. Like. <laughs> Damn. Um, we go over to Robin. Don't let the green eyes fool you. I'm as real as they come. She's fooled. She's been fools. She has a pocket pot of fool's gold. Yeah. In my opinion, <laughs> and she bites into it all the time to see if it's real. And it does leave an indentation, but she's like, nah, it's still good. <laughs> mm. Robin wants to yes, this entire show. We will be talking about Juan and Robin. God. But there's some new developments, I believe, that may have may have me changing my tune by the end. We'll Real-time see. developments, like nowadays? Yes. Word? Yes, I'll fill you. I'll sprinkle and pepper them in. I'm not going to like this. <laughs> uh, of course, we have Charisse. Why cry over spilled milk when you can laugh over champagne? I miss her every day. I love how you can become a real housewife of whatever city and be like a, a, na- a national name, and your only thing that you talk about is... Being drunk. Being drunk off champagne. Yeah. <laughs> I miss her terribly. <laughs> Well, we get a good little dose of her. They just let her do it. (laughs) (laughs) Why? (laughs) Um, Of course, then we finish out the girls with uh, Ashley. I've played by Potomac rules, but now it's time to play by my own. Ashley, Ashley, Ashley. She doesn't even know she's playing. She's sometimes. playing devil's game here because she. This is what this is Ashley before. Of course, she was impregnated. Yeah, and of course, before she was demure and like offended by things oh now she's this era of ashley she's very messy and she doesn't care what she says and she says a lot of stuff and that's what i prefer her to be because yeah yeah, i now like current day ashley guys if you're in the know you know like it's not good like it's whack 
It's whack attack, especially because oh. of her husband. I mean, maybe we'll talk. We don't get to see a lot of Michael this episode. So yeah, we'll I don't prefer him. him. But um, Ashley, 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 my have mm. the mighty have fallen, in my opinion. Really? Let's she's start, tamed. She's, she's been, been t- a tamed beast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, the opposite of Miley Cyrus, uh, iconically, could not be tamed. Ashley Darby could. Speaking of which. Yes. Aaron Carter cannot be tamed. Have you seen him? I have not. Is there a ser- is there bad? You stuff? need to look at him. <laughs> you need. I saw him. <laughs> is he? You know, he I, he. Uh, one once upon a time on Twitter DM'd me and said, "You need to check out my new album." You probably should have. <laughs> <laughs> Might have been a cry for help. Isn't that random. That like I have. I have the DM. I'll oh my it. god! Respond. <laughs> Number one. He probably has no idea how much time has gone by. You got to check on this kid. He's not doing well. Is he bad? Drugs? He is a bad. Drugs, of course. He never admitted it, but I think so. <laughs> bless bless him and his heart. He looks crazy as hell. Um, We start the episode, of course, of Potomac with, I feel like this episode has become so unhinged that it's like, I can't keep my, um, yeah. my energy's everywhere. It's scrambled up. Monique's game night, of course, is where the story begins of this episode. And Monique sort of is throwing this little potluck dinner with all of her friends and the ladies. And we sort of look like a family party. There kind was of like, thing. yeah, there was like cards, like it playing spades like and everybody was like finally playing cards and laughing for the first time. Yeah. Smoking ever. cigar and hookah. Everyone I, was having fun. I feel like there was like hookah there. I feel, you I know. feel like there was definitely at least a vape pen. Yeah. You could hit it around the corner yeah. of the house with the cameras. And on. And you have like the men probably being like, these girls are so, oh my. Like, just like a woman. <laughs> 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 well, you know what? That's just like a man. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Yes. Yeah. And there was like, well, she takes forever to get ready. Well, he, you know, <laughs> he doesn't know what the hell he's going. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. It's like, Miss Peggy, I haven't seen you in like three years. Like, how have you been? Like that kind of energy. Oh, you know, <laughs> it ain't easy. Of course. And oh my God, the food. There was like all these like, like, um, too much food. So much food. And I feel like no one was eating. They were all drinking and playing games. Well, once you start drinking, you're not going to eat. Yeah. I never get that. But anyway. Um, but of course, um, Giselle has been kicked out of the party at this point. Giselle has been gossiping and basically making a fool of Monique in her own home. Um, I forget what she said, but it was more like, wow, this girl can't stop talking or whatever. And then like Monique's oh. friend was like, who are you talking about? You talking about Monique? Blah, blah, blah. Like that's kind of thing. And so oh, Monique, she, got, course, she got it out. Yeah. Yeah. Gets, gets Giselle out. And so basically everyone is sort of holding court with Giselle yeah, in the driveway. The, Paulo, the party followed her outside. <laughs> So you know who the true magnetic one is. Of course. They all followed her, and they all started enjoying themselves out by her car where she's supposed to be leaving. leaving. (laughs) (laughs) To the point where even the hostess of the event, Monique, decides to join in the the party on the driveway. Yeah, (laughs) she had it. She was like, okay, now you're having more fun away from my house? I don't think so. (laughs) Um, And basically, Monique feels that Giselle is intimidated by her. Um... And I think Giselle just hates Monique. Like, I don't think there's a reason behind it. I just think she sees Monique as maybe she's competition. I mean, they're both pretty gals for sure. But Well, but that doesn't mean necessarily they're competing with each other. Yeah. They're just new. She's got new energy, right? At yeah. that point, she's kind of new. She's new. Monique is new, yeah. Either they like the girl or and then they hate him later or they like him – or sorry, they hate him first. And right. then finally they're like, you know what? She's actually got some balls. She really stood up for herself. <laughs> I just feel like, I, I, look, you got to have, because sometimes you're that person at the party that like leaves and nobody cares. They don't say, say goodbye to you when you leave. You just sort of like, okay, I guess I'm going. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, Giselle's not that girl. Should she I has- say goodbye to the host? Oh, they're already <laughs> asleep. Sleeping. I guess I stayed too long. It's 930. Oh, okay. I didn't know it had an end time. I'm yeah, sorry. Giselle just has these, they just want to know, be around her, you know, even Sharice. She's fun to be around. She must be. Like, Sharice arrives the same time Giselle leaves and still kind of hangs out with Giselle yeah. as she's trying to get into her car with her gay. Because, of course, Giselle has her gay with her. Yeah. Um, they all kind of have gays in this episode, don't yeah, they? Yeah, kind of weird, yeah. Yeah. Everybody's got one. Gotta gotta have one, I guess. I guess. so. No one's claimed me. I'll claim you <laughs> okay. tonight. Thank you. Parker, will you officiate the ceremony? I'll start the paperwork. Thank okay, you. Okay, good. That's going to so, take a little while. I hope you have some time. <laughs> um, basically, the rest of the card night continues. Sharice uh, arrives. And meanwhile, Ashley sort of picks up the gossip where Giselle left off. Yes. Because Ashley tells Karen and Sharice outside, remember, Giselle's gone. But- she finally decided, okay, fine. I'll stop stealing the attention from your party. I'll leave. But the driveway is still that, like place to be at this moment because it's private like you know if they had like if they smoked cigarettes that's where people like do you have a smoke and then they'd be like that's where you really take the party to the next level that's where you private conversation yeah you black out there you have (laughs) you have heart to hearts you (laughs) you're sitting in front of the tire you know you don't have to go to the bathroom ever (laughs) (laughs) so ashley sort of like pulls sharice and karen she's like guys i heard a rumor that juan robin's ex who, of course, iconically still lives with, they still live together, still raise their sons, blah, blah, blah. We've talked about it a million times. Juan has been dating and having sex, S-E-X, sex with other women. And that's when Robin sort of joins the Juan talk because she's like, she just has this ability to know when she's being spoken about. And that's when we have our first clip of the night. So let's, let's hit it off with a bang. Robin, setting the record straight. Let's go. Why are we not married? We are not in a relationship. If he's dating someone, then okay. I'm keeping my composure because Juan is sitting two feet to the left behind me. But if he wasn't here, I might clock that bitch. What do you want her to do at this point? Is she supposed to run down and beat somebody up? Maybe some acknowledgement or like maybe like Mm. if yes, I don't know, maybe I do know. Do you want me to run down a whole long story? Robin has told us in the past that she and Juan are working on things. Juan wants me to be his girlfriend, his wife. But right now, for me, this is what works. But now she's saying that she doesn't care if Juan has other girlfriends. What's the deal? So, I mean, here's the thing. We got two... This is this season, the whole season, you know, Robin and Ashley just aren't seeing the same way. What was was Ashley expecting here? What was Robin saying? Well, Robin really wasn't getting... Ashley was expecting, I think... In her dream world, Robin would be like, oh, my God. Oh, my God, thank you so much. This is bad. <laughs> and you told me. Get over here, girl. Yeah, Robin, I mean, Juan, get over here, too, because I have something to say. Tell me about <laughs> this now. Let me see your phone. <laughs> I respect myself. <laughs> we must say, Juan was at the party. Like, he, yeah. it's not like he wasn't around. So He wasn't with her at the party, yeah, but he, he was no, there. He was wandering elsewhere, but yeah. he wasn't with Robin. No, wandering, huh? <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. But we yeah. figured it out. <laughs> Look, I, I read body language. I'm not gonna say he was out and about with other women. I'm just saying he clearly like he wasn't with Robin not no, really wasn't. at all. Um no, but like I just feel like was it the right time and place for Ashley to be bringing up these rumors? I mean, clearly she's not getting the response that she wanted. Or did she just want to cause chaos? She just wanted to cause chaos. I yeah. think she's still trying to find her footing. Yeah. And also she was like, Hey, this is weird. 
Right. Is anyone going to pay attention to how weird this is? And I think that is it at the core of where this whole thing started was is it is weird that Robin and Juan right. are acting like a couple. And I wish people could be like, oh, that's their relationship. It doesn't bother me. But if they're hanging out in your circle, you're like, yeah. that's just weird. Get that out of here. Yeah. <laughs> like- well, and even if you like have this like sort of thing like, Robin, I just want you to be happy in love. You could even say that because it's like, doesn't she deserve it? Like, right. why does she like, I get it. She doesn't want to break up in front of their sons because that would be like traumatizing or whatever. But like millions of people grow up in a divorce. He got household. her looking like Booby the Fool. Booby the Fool. Yeah. yeah. It's capital F. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I mean, look, I know current day robin and Juan are engaged again and oh they are in love and stuff but Oops. like these early times like do i think that he was cheating i lean yes because he doesn't have a commitment from her they're not together remember they just are roommates she said so, that they're not together yeah she said it in the clip she, but she said, said it in a together. very tranquilized way actually <laughs> we're not together we're not in a relationship so you want me to have a big thing and- <laughs> react right but if that's the situation then why is she so like wh- why would she why did they flash back to her saying he wants me to be his wife that too i mean it's what is the truth it's Wh- whatever he's down to do whatever he's allowing her she's just going to like she's okay with it because she's still on. in the picture yeah that's the problem maybe she's at this point obviously i'm not talking about present day i'm just saying at this point maybe she is like addicted addicted to him addicted to what the dick did addicted to what the dick did Put that on a t-shirt. Um, <laughs> which, who could blame her? I mean, he's a gorge guy. Like, he's an, a basketball player. You don't think so? <laughs> he's a man of age, of course, but, like, he looks great. I he mean, looks like shit to me. He, he doesn't look shit to you? <laughs> <laughs> he is. I don't think my standards are that low. I think he's a good-looking guy. No, okay. he's bad-looking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Put that on the board of things we disagree with on this show, <laughs> I guess. Um, he is moving very on. bad looking. Very bad. <laughs> very looking. bad looking. Mm, okay. Bad look. Wow, you're like, what must you think of other people? Just him. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. He doesn't. He's not. He looks bad, dude. <laughs> so Cherise, of course, Queen Cherise comes to Robin's defense, um, but Ashley says that she is doing it from being a friend's perspective. She wants Robin to be happy. But Cherise says Ashley should be focusing on her own relationship. Now, as far as that is concerned, Cherise is ding, 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 correct mundo. Like, mm. Ashley has severe relationship issues that we are not discussing in this episode. Yeah, she did an old man. I mean, she did an old man. That is homosexual. Really old gay man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> white not, hair, not gray hair. He's Gandalf about the being White. claimed <laughs> as someone's gay. Like, yeah, he was claimed. claimed. He's locked in. <laughs> They're living together. Different. They have two children together now. Kissing. <laughs> I get it. It is 2021, the year of our Lord and Savior. Like, anything could happen, but, like, that is weird to That's me. That's all like. the way. They really took it too far. They have to call it. Um... <laughs> And that's when Monique sort of diffuses the situation and she gets the parties. St- Can you hear those dogs in the audio, Parker? Thank who you. Who let them out? Who let, <laughs> who let the dogs out? <laughs> they sound like they're barking on rhythm to that song. I like it. <laughs> Monique diffuses the situation and uh, they get the party officially started. And then that's when this like really weird moment where Ashley starts acting real desperate to get Juan to dance with Robin. Like she's sort of like, Juan, hey, I heard that Robin wants to dance with you, Juan. Come on, come on, come on, come on. And it was like awkward. Like it was almost like she was even flirtatiously she was, doing it. Uh, with yeah, the energy was weird towards him for yeah. sure. But I think she was trying to be like, let's see if they are a couple. Yeah, let's see if they actually show love and affection. Right. And now she'll know. And he never did. And now she'll re- respect herself. And now she'll finally see. <laughs> he don't want to dance with you. 
Oh. <laughs> she doesn't care. Uh, moving, of course, on, Karen and Ray meet with their realtor. It's so sad. The Karen Ron will take whatever she can get at this stage. I still don't You're talking like about Robin? It. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Robin. Robin, Robin. Yeah, Robin at this stage in her life is sort of wounded animal bird lady where, like, she yeah. is just, like, I think she loves being a mom, and that's great. She might be having a depression. Yeah, she might be in, like, a deep D. Yeah. Oh, she might be having one. <laughs> okay. Um, All right. Sympathy for her. Moving. On. Yeah. Oh, of course. Always sympathy for Robin. I was never fooled by the green. I eyes. was pissed. Those <laughs> green eyes fooled me. <laughs> um, pissed the heck off. Karen and Ray, of course, meet with their realtor Wendy the next day to discuss their downsizing mission. So, of course, they I think are losing money and they cannot afford their home, and so they must downsize. Right size. That's what she calls it. She calls right sizing. Um, Because she's so insane. Of course, I would never want to get involved in anyone's financial situation. Never. But (laughs) it's to the point where, like, she's in so much denial about her having to live in a smaller home. Her image and the way she – she can't even sell her home the way that a normal, efficient person would. Right. Um, And, well – and I have a clip coming up, but um, it's – before that gets going, she has to sort of – she wants it to basically go to like the right family and the right vibe and well, yeah. Like, it's kind of what do you think is that? Like, I don't. Why does she? Like, I think in in normal per- people's minds, it would be like, I just want to get the most money, money I can get for the house. Yeah, and I guess it's like she's so in the public eye that even the way she sells her house. But I never hear that. No, I don't hear from any celebrity how they sold their house if they had a, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or like the family that's coming in and like. Be like, oh, they must be like the right fit. What are you going to do? Drive by? So Look at right. Hello. And like, hello. If they have a hoodlum son. That Welcome like them to the neighborhood as the person graffiti. that used to live there. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Did you see this little cute door over here? So Let me in. in. <laughs> Let me in. Hello, I see you there. Knock, knock. I, I, I brought muffins. Well, and that's when we get to the point where uh, the realtor is sort of explaining the realities of how this is going to go for Karen. And I don't think she's really going to get it's not everything she's ever wanted about it, but um, she's actually insulted. So yeah, let's, um, let's play the clip and then uh, we'll be right back. Yeah. It's very distressing. I thought we could sell it pretty close to two and now we're under one eight. My house is the best thing since China was invented. Quite frankly, I'm insulted. But now that the house has lingered on the market, we're more likely to get the bottom feeder. You know, the bottom, I know, but they're the ones that are coming in saying, how many days on the market is it? Don't bring them to the front door. I don't want to see them. Well, we're actually required to present all written offers. That, that's the day that she says, I don't want to move I'm, anyhow. I'm not getting out of my bed for that. <laughs> but, I, I'm not. I think the type of buyer that deserves to own this home should be a very classy, Snooty bitch. <laughs> I know you've been adverse to open houses. And I, no, I don't need my neighbors walking through my house. I, that's just not my thing. You know, if you want to come to my house, let's have dinner together. The open house is a tool. The sign is a tool in the toolbox. And I'm I know not a you, big sign person. I know you fought me for a long time. Person. Right. What's the big deal about the sign? Because I don't like it. It looks it's tacky. I'm not doing a house sign. I'm not entertaining bottom feeders, and I'm not doing an open house. The house will sell. I'm confident. Not happy with the fact we're sitting with a lot of days on the market, and we haven't sold. So I am where I'm at, though. 
That's it. So <laughs> I want to preface, <laughs> I don't. I want to start because when the lady said um, we're going to have to start with the bottom feeders, I feel like Karen literally thought she was going to slop a bunch of fish down on the, <laughs> on the, the countertops. And the like, bottom feeders are calling now. <laughs> Like Karen's face when it came to the idea of they're calling bottom feeders, like they're gonna in, end up in your house infesting her home. <laughs> and what the hell? Why did the why did the realtor sell it like that? She knows Karen's not gonna go for that. She should have. What a weird said, phrase! I didn't know that was a thing in the market. The bottom feeders are calling. What does that even mean? The people that are the last to come get it, or the like people that are trying to get a deal? Yeah, I guess the cheapest. They just want it cheap. Like, <laughs> They're trying to save money. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> um, yeah, I I don't know if Karen's like ever sold a home. I've never sold my home before she has either. A soul but bond with her house. Or she, something. It's, there's like an energy field there that she will become weaker if she is detached from the home. It's and, almost like a, the hell mouth when you think of like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It's like uh, that's where all the center of the power is. And she has to have another person take her place. <laughs> yes. To officiate the ritual. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that she didn't even like, which is a standard thing. And from what I understand of real estate is to have like an open house where people can come look at your beautiful home. I don't think home. she understood what that meant. I think she thought people were going through her panty drawers. I think she is paranoid. <laughs> like, uh-uh, I don't want my neighbors coming. It's not for your neighbors. They already live there. They want <laughs> She thinks her neighbors are going to be, oh, now's our chance Aha. to see what's happening in that yes. house. I'm going to take so many pictures. Oh, my God. Hold this. It's a hidden camera. <laughs> like, what? Um, Yeah, Karen is, like, dragging her feet on this whole process. And meanwhile, didn't the realtor say that, like, they were probably going to sell for, like, two mil? Like, Yeah, now they're down to 1.8 mil. 1.8 mil. Well, that's, like, a lot of money to me. But, I mean, maybe not for their lifestyle. But Once they right size, I'm sure things will make more sense to them. And I need to say, Karen is a wonderful lady. I support her. I love her. I want to be her gay, of course. But, like, it's just not. How dare you? You're already (laughs) flirting with others? You know, Frank Sinatra once said, lady doesn't wander all over the room and blow on some other guy's dice. Luck be a lady. Is that, like, a metaphor for, like, being a a a tramp? (laughs) Yes. Believe me, in this pandemic, I haven't been blowing on that much dice. Let's just put it like that. Keep it that way. Um, Chased, if you're going to be with me. (laughs) Buttons up to the neck. Button it. (laughs) I'm just saying, Karen deserves the best, but I just don't think she's going to get the best. I mean, also, like, we saw inside the home, it wasn't, like, one of the best homes I've ever seen That's probably why she doesn't want to show anybody. (laughs) She doesn't want that open house. It's all she mystery. She said, let's have dinner if you want to come to my house. If you want to come to my house and buy my house, let's have dinner. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's not how the world works. But I love her delusion for sure. Yeah, it'll sell. She's not worried about that. Um, and doesn't it take a long ass time? Like- I think in the rule of life, it will take a long time to sell a house for sure. How about right? like if you take your house off the market mm-hmm. and then put it back, back on? Back on. Is it fresh again? Yeah. Is that how that works? Is that when you get the like the creatures that are closer to the air in the, the sharks? Water? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're gonna get it. The dolphins. <laughs> the fishermen are the ones you really want. <laughs> she was scared when she heard bottom feeders. She's like, absolutely not. <gasps> <gasps> We move on to Giselle. She's meeting for lunch with her friend, in parentheses, gay friend, Cowell. Yeah, Um, She talks about the launch of her makeup line. They get two granolas. They get... That was... I want to go get two granolas with you. They went and sat down at a restaurant and said, we'll have two granolas. Two granolas. Goodbye. What? 
And are we talking just like a granola bar or like a bowl of granola was, with like milk? It was weird. I want it. <laughs> I need it. How is it on the menu? Is it $7? That, yes. It? I was like, you're going to eat in 20 minutes no matter what. You're not going to be, that's going to stave off your hunger. That's not like. a meal. A granola. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they discuss her. It's barely a snack. <laughs> is it a parfait or just granola? <laughs> I don't even think we saw them eat it. Just crunchy handfuls of granola. Where are they? I gotta go here. I'll never, whatever. I'll never understand the the health industry of like, yeah, Yeah. we're a restaurant where we just serve like (laughs) bowls of granola with a side of hay and flaxseed. But the plant, oh my, you have to pick it off of the plant. Um, but of course, Giselle and her friend are talking about the formulation, packaging, fine-tuning of her makeup line, Every Hue Beauty, which we've discussed on the show before. Of course, I don't know if it's still in production. It's not in my, not in my memory. It's not at your local CVS? It's not in my head. I don't remember this line. Um, I remember Cynthia was doing something in the Housewives of Atlanta, Cynthia right? does a lot of side businesses. Side gigs. Right. But no, this is Giselle's thing. Um, and of course, the conversation moves to Monique's dinner party. And Giselle kind of shades Monique's home and Monique's fish tank. Did you have? Did you think Monique's fish tank was tacky? I like it. I like it too. I want hella fish tanks in my I house. I have always dreamt because, of course, iconically, only rich people have fish tanks, right? But like, if with I, the lights, the illuminate. Oh my oh gosh! My God. And then they have like the fancy fish that like they're so dangerous that they have to like really take care of like what kind of other fish they put in the tank with. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Um, so love you have that. another fish with like your tetras and you know your neon. Because that's fish. like yeah. the ultra like pet owning experience is oh, when yeah. you have fish that could die at any minute. Big like, flex. You have to focus on the temperatures of yep. the water. You got to keep that uh, chlorination going. Mm-hmm. Wait, no You have to scoop problem. out, do you scoop out fish poop? No, I, don't know if I think you do it that. like gets worked in you the get, filter. F- you get other fish that eat the poop though, I bet. Oh shit, yeah, you can get those. Like that's the, my icon, like I'm not even a pet person, like I don't love. Like, but a, an aquarium is such like a flex. Oh my God, it's such a flex. Ever and since it, I saw Missy Elliott's Cribs episode. Of course, I know exactly what you're talking table, about. And yes. it's actually an aquarium. Honest, oh my gosh. And that's, if you're really rich, you Flex. can turn anything into an aquarium. Uh, I'm taking, you can I'm sleep talking. in a bed of an aquarium. Okay. Like, okay. You can lay your head on an aquarium. On an aquarium. You can take a bath, <laughs> fill the water up. up. On the outside, what do you got? Fish. With fish everywhere. Uh, uh, uh-huh. You can have a bed. You can have now. your walls literally a fucking aquarium. Oh if you my God. To. I'm getting high off of this. <laughs> so yeah, I don't understand why Giselle was so critical of. Monique's aquarium. Yeah, have a little whimsy, Giselle. Like for once. God damn. Like what if if Monique just had a couple boring cats? I'd be like, oh. She probably hate those too. She, yeah. Well, yeah. But no, this. Come on, fish. Whoa, lit. Like and there, you, like I said, those there, are salt could, water. You could wake up that's one morning expensive. and be like, oh no, we lost another shark. Yeah. Oh Fuck. shit. I thought we were doing a good job. Like that's right. kind of the stuff you got to think about. Boom, six hundred dollars <laughs> out the window. If you don't think that's a flex, I don't know what to tell you. Um, they discuss Ashley spreading Juan rumors, of course, and Giselle feels that Robin should take notes and make a decision from there. What does that mean that I wrote down? Take notes. Giselle <laughs> um, says that Robin should take notes. Yes, I don't. Maybe. <laughs> well, Giselle doesn't want Robin to be the last one to know. Of course, so she wants course. her to, you know. But basically, Giselle is sort of going to set up. She needs to reach out to Cerise because, um, oh yeah, they're talking about basically all this, all the storylines. The same thing. They're rehashing. Yeah. Everything. They're rehashing. Yeah, Giselle's saying, "Oh, I need to reach out to Cerise because Cerise is having a hard time with her divorce." And Giselle can, of course, relate to being a divorced woman. Um, and overall, they just talk about wanting Giselle's daughters to know that they can achieve anything and they can make their own money. Blah blah blah. I miss that. 
you miss being a little girl looking up no. to your mom making no, her no. own money? <laughs> I missed <laughs> that part of the conversation. Oh. <laughs> and that too. The whimsy of a young girl, the dollar signs in her eyes, looking up at her mother. <laughs> Looking up the prize. Oh goodness! <laughs> um, we move over. To, we move over to um, good old days. Charisse, and she's going to the dress shop to look for an outfit for charity season oh, gala. That too. <laughs> you did. I missed that. You missed the- <laughs> Other kids are playing in the street. I was shopping for gala shopping dresses. For gala dresses. <laughs> I miss that man. <laughs> Well, and I will say, I maybe I'll post a clip of it tonight, but, like, those dresses were – and this was, what, what 2017? Like, that's still kind of close to the fashion that we were used heavy. to. They were heavy dresses. They were heavy. <laughs> those were the kind of dresses, like – They're from the past. To, to pick them up. Like, yeah. you d- You're getting shredded wearing this thing. You should wear it around the house. Wear it on a jog. <laughs> it's a weighted dress. And I'm not saying that like they were like plus size. No, they were just they had so much fabric. Material. Like. And that's the first thing Ashley said. She's like, that's a lot of material. <laughs> I was like, God damn. It is. She's right. Because Ashley does join Cherise at the dress shop to yeah. give her advice. Because Ashley was, of course, Miss DC, so that naturally makes sense that she knows what gala dresses should look like on people. Um but <laughs> Fabricated, but okay. She did say, it was like, that's a lot of fabric, Teresa. And Teresa's like, looking all (laughs) proud. When she was like, and she told the dress lady, she's like, "Uh, Teresa is a petite, more of a petite woman. We don't don't need all, we don't have all this stuff on her. It was crazy. It was like a mermaid bottom, (laughs) whole bunch of wrapping on the top, sequins everywhere. It was wild. It was what, like, Someone who doesn't not ever like naturally dress up that much for galas would think that's what I wear to a gala. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm a princess. <laughs> Do you have a tiara um, and a veil? But of course, um, Ashley <laughs> is immediately. Uh, the conversation just returns sort of left right. very quickly. All Ashley did was suggest a yellow dress, and then yes. Therese is like, "I got to sit down." <laughs> It's too much. Now it's time um, to deal. And of course, the conversation turns to Ashley's behavior at Monique's party. And that's where we have clip another clip tonight. Sharice just really unloading on Miss Ashley Darby. She didn't see it coming. No. She thought they were going to sweep it under the rug. Yeah, let's hit the clip. Into everybody's business. Like, you're like uh, a mini Giselle. Part of being a good friend is spilling the tea even when your friend may not want to hear it. Was Robin That's mad? That's not the point. The point that is, is the point. I the was point talking is to her, so it should have stayed between me and her, and you should have just minded your business. You're spreading lies, little girl. You're being messy, though. You don't see what being messy is? You're not that naive. Being a wife of an athlete, you hear rumors all the time. And for Ashley to bring a rumor to a friendship circle was totally inappropriate. Why don't you act like a woman sometimes? Just because I don't let somebody treat me like garbage for four years doesn't mean I'm a little girl. You, you have this cloud over you. All you want to talk lane. about is your relationship. Your talk about something I else. I, I don't want to. I want to talk, talk about, about my about relationship. The weather. You cry Stay all the time. Your, How you know is why? it not my business? You Ashley, cry every five seconds. Ashley, five I had a. Seconds. F- moment, Ashley. And you know what? You're really stepping into the wrong territory. And I'm telling you, I'm about five seconds from f***ing you up. If Sharice really wanted to start something, her arm, she has like little T-Rex arms, so I don't know how she would actually like reach across to like make contact with me. I'm over it. Good luck having babies by an old man. I'm sorry, what, Sharice? I said, I hope it's still swimming by the time you decide to have a baby. What's still swimming? You know, sperm. 
You need that. So now, now you're trying to make an no, age dig at my husband? No, I'm just saying. Really? Go yeah. get a man. Bye. Uh, don't worry. Get honey, a man. I can get a man going get out man. the door, honey. Probably had a vasectomy. They don't want to say it. This is crazy. Menopausal and crazy. Sorry, Gilda. Why they fight in my store? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, we uh, I forgot that clip ended with poor Gilda, the shop owner, the shopkeep um, of the dress shop. Why? Why? She wasn't expecting it to go down quite the way it is. That fight was such whiplash, though, because it lasted less than a minute. It was just immediately (laughs) worse than it was before. Basically, yes. Cherie starts it out by, you know, Saying what you did, what did she say? She's the like, last oh, time I saw you, I thought you were very you insensitive. Were, yes, very messy you little bring girl. Bring a rumor to a friend circle. <laughs> How well? Okay, all right. <laughs> well, that implies there's a proper way to bring a rumor and where to bring it. Yeah, so how do you, do you turn it in? I got if a couple. not your friends, then who? Right, like, enemies. <laughs> and also, Sharice makes an interesting statement. She says, "You know what? I've I was with an athlete as well. Mm-hmm. There's rumors every day. Well, but aren't they?" But usually that's true because you hear right. that about athletes, right? Yeah, don't like, they get around? They'll, they'll get it with anybody. Right. <laughs> anybody. Not that I know of or experience. They have uh, reputations. I mean, they're like yeah. one step above a bartender, a, bar- a male bartender. Yes. <laughs> and or like a personal one below trainer. A male stripper. Personal trainer might be at the top. Male bartender, male athlete, male stripper. Personal trainer. Personal trainer up top. Yeah. They, oh my God. They're like in your crotch all day. Oh, yeah. Um, Just to make sure you get really lean. <laughs> You know what? I think you're ready for a private. And yeah, this like whole fight, <laughs> like it just gets so like they don't even talk about the issue. They just go straight to uh, Ash. She's like, "Well, you cry all the time." Yeah, so, damn like, man. Talk about the weather. For someone day. who doesn't cry all the time, you don't want to hear. <laughs> you're crying all the time. You're crying all the time. Let's talk about something else. <laughs> Vulnerable much? Stupid bitch. And then like whoa. Actually, gets up to leave, and of course, Sharice just says, uh, "Good luck having kids with your old man or something right. like that." Like, and she goes, what? And then Cherise She had to turn back more. and be like, wait, well, excuse me, miss ma'am, what did you say? Well, actually said. <laughs> <laughs> I hope those sperm are still swimming in his penis. Because <laughs> he's so ancient that clearly it's <laughs> that probably your dreams dust. will not come true. <laughs> Damn. Okay. <laughs> I... It was like, it was, yeah, it was the quickest... She tripled like, down. Yes. She tripled down on I it. mean, that... <laughs> nothing was resolved. You know, nothing was... Sperm. You know, the sperm. <laughs> He's old. It's not, there's not any in there. And she's like, <laughs> damn it. She just leaves. Yeah, Ashley couldn't get the last word. No. <laughs> what do you say after that? The sperm? Yeah, I know uh, that. Yeah, keep crying. Like, <laughs> keep crying. Hope you cry at tears of sperm. <laughs> like, what? Um, that was good. Oh, and my then goodness. Poor Gilda. Poor Gilda. She didn't know the yeah. plan that day. I don't think she knew. Yeah, I wish a producer would have pulled her aside and said, hey, I'm these sure girls Charisse are not doing well. Like, hey, girl, can I come by your, sh- your store <laughs> yeah. and I'm going to bring my friend. You know I'm on the show. It's no big deal. <laughs> yeah, you'll get some free advertisement. It'll be fun and pleasant. Right. Like, she goes, oh, cool. <laughs> I've never seen the show, but come in. <laughs> Why are they fighting my star? <laughs> Why? True facts, though. Like, what a horrible place to fight in. I mean, the they always fight in stores, but <laughs> if it were, were anybody else, you know, they'd be asked to leave. Mm-hmm. So she's Gilda, probably like, this is Gilda's tough. not used to confrontation, though. Certainly Gilda's not. like, she has a beautiful family. She's owned the store for like 35 years. Mm-hmm. And she's just sort of like, she's never seen something like this before. No, like, this is not how Potomac she Potomac is like an upscale neighborhood. So she's like, what in the world? <laughs> they fighting here. I haven't seen huh? a fight. 
Ever. Ever. <laughs> I'm a nice lady. I've never seen a fight. Only read about a fight. <laughs> In, in the Great Gatsby. In the Greatest Gatsby. Yeah. A version only for us elites. <laughs> they have different books yeah. than we do. <laughs> so, they have a, like, Huck Finn extra. <laughs> extra strong. <laughs> Huck Finn only fans. Huck Finn the Duke. <laughs> oh, my God. So uh, apologies to the listener. I just Tom died of laughter. <laughs> like better shows um so robin and one we move on um ashley leaves and gilda goes home and probably cries herself yeah um she got her pretty good robin and Juan go to the radio station for an interview about his basketball career because of course Juan was a famous basketball player as we all know yeah the ugliest one on the court we're not going back to that okay um, robin admits that it's hard for people to realize what to call them as a couple because it's so complicated but she's comfortable still being referred to as Juan's wife I bet you are. Yeah. You'll take whatever scraps they'll give you. Any kind of scrap of meat, they'll be like, just take it and throw it on the floor. Uh, is that meat? <laughs> I haven't had meat in days, sir. Oh, I'm, yes, I'm his wife. Oh, yes. protein. protein. <laughs> oh, you don't know what to call us? That's fine. I'm his partner. Ain't that right? Yeah, the and he's guys. He's like not even looking at her. The guys don't care that Robin's there, first and foremost. Nope. Like, the radio station guys are just like, yeah, so one. I mean, yeah, your partner, Rob. I mean, that's awkward. Who is your partner, wife? I don't know. Partner? Anyways, the stats here say. <laughs> Like, it was very sports radio. Like, they were just very like, so well, I'm about pretty your basketball sure camp. they like, didn't invite both of them. I think she just showed up. I don't like, think they invite. The wives of the players, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> so she's probably like, oh, cool, Juan, I'll go because this is our basketball thing. And then they interview her and she's like, oh, yeah, I was a big part of that. And even on the radio show, she's yes. saying, like, my parents were a big part mm-hmm. of it. You don't want it. You don't want people to know that, right? If you're a basketball, if your parents started the camp, if your wife's parents gave you all the money to start the camp, but you don't want everybody to know that, right? Right, but he has his own money. Yes, now he does. Yeah, but yeah. Now it sounds like he's just like Living suckling off, off the teat, suckling off the the Robin Dixon teat, as it were. Yeah, yes. the Dixon family teat. So that was a bad look. Um, it's like I used to iron his shirts. <laughs> yes, she did say that. <laughs> Make sure he ate before and after. She took care of everything. That's and, a basic part of And that is right? the dynamic that she is used to and she will always have his back, which means she does not care. Scraps. She does not care if he is out and about. I don't think. I just wish she I was think the she type knows. that would get her own as well. Oh, getting the D on the side. Yeah. yeah why not? Go with a bongo, whatever Go, that crazy. Bolo. Bolo. <laughs> Bolo would show her a good time. I don't know. I'm just worried about her. <laughs> I don't know what the answer is. Bongo. Bongo. <laughs> he might be the guy. He's the oh. knockoff. <laughs> Only like a seven inch penis on him. <laughs> he's like aggressive. <laughs> Beat the hell out of you. Yeah. He's like, like, oh. I make up for it. I'm going to like smash her head. Kill you. <laughs> You gotta end up on forensic files, girl. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. So Sharice uh. then, of course, meets with Giselle at her new home, which I have a theory. You know how you have famously said on this show that Kenya Moore does not live in her home? Correct. I'm getting vibes that this was like mm-hmm. a rented home that Giselle rented to film in and that like was it. Like she didn't actually live there because for someone who had just moved into a place like that, it was perfectionally decorated. Like there was not a thing out of place. Like, mm-hmm. and I get you would clean your own home if you knew cameras were coming. Like you would take special care. Did it look staged? But it looked staged. Looking at these houses, I'm telling you. 
Because this was only her second year on the show, and maybe she was like, oh, I moved. Yes, that's why I have a different home that's not as cheaply decorated as my last one. Yeah. So here we go. This is my new maybe home that I just bought. Maybe they give them show bought. houses yeah. just to hang out in. Well, that's got to be a business. Like, wow. hey, reality stars, do you need to pretend like you have a bigger house than you do? Come spend $10,000 a, $10, a day. Yeah, and then you can just Live film here. House. Yeah. And you can sleep here, too, if you want. Like an Airbnb. Like, yeah. Wow. We figured it out. We figured it out. Well, this is actually our final episode of the show. <laughs> we, we are on the way. We We're headed to New York. <laughs> this is actually a mobile episode. <laughs> We're going to go let them know with a big apple what we found out. We have been doing our investigative <laughs> investigat- journalism. <laughs> we got Bongo in the back and Bolo in the front. Bongo and, and Bolo. Ooh, don't get me going on Uh-oh. that. <laughs> Not like that. God. Save it for 69. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Giselle says that she loves the new Charisse who smiles and she has a she's lost a little weight and um, Giselle wants to let Charisse know that she is her friend and she's there for her and that's when we have another little clip where Giselle sort of breaks it down for Charisse like Charisse love yourself girl kind of vibes you know yeah like, okay <laughs> nonsense he said she said I'm your friend I remember when I was like in the thick of it I would go to the Whole Foods mm. and the girl checking me out would be like that husband of yours he ain't and I'd be like what like everybody was in my business everybody was in my ear I just wanted to be alone however I'm like the happiest divorced person ever as you know but the reason I am is because I just feel like it allowed me to have my voice and to have my freedom and to not be connected to him you're going to look back on this time and you're going to laugh at it. And you're going to be so wait. fabulous. You're going to be like Sharice on 10. I appreciate that, Giselle. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is probably one of the first times that you and I have really talked, talked, talked. I've known Giselle for a long time and she doesn't really share a lot of herself at all. But at the end of the day, we all have gone through the same thing. We've loved, we've lost, we're raising children. You know, we're all going through this together. So, yeah, sometimes not all the time on the clips we show are always going to be fighting and drama. Sometimes we play sweet things on the clips as well. Oh, so that's actually part of why I picked it because I was like, no one ever gets to hear a sweet moment. Even though Giselle was saying that she's the happiest divorced woman ever. That was like her convincing herself that she was the happiest that divorced was a woman sus ever. Sentence, <laughs> like, wasn't it? like she literally said, as the most happiest divorced person ever, as you know. Like, Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely on the spot. Like, <laughs> it doesn't sound right, does it? It doesn't. I mean, not to say you have to be unhappy and divorced. Like, you can be thankful that you got rid of some deadbeat. Can't but you be single instead of the divorce part? Divorce, yeah. I guess that is what you are. That's who you are, yeah. Forever. Forever. Until you are no longer divorced, you are a married woman. Or dead. Or dead than you are a widow. <laughs> yeah. Or, no, Wait. you would just be dead. Ghost widow. <laughs> You'd be a ghost widow, depending on the circumstances. Which is scary. Imagine a ghost widow. Oh, my God. Um, I miss him. <laughs> no, but, like, this was sweet because, like, Charisse doesn't have the best self-esteem. Like, she, like Ashley says, she cries all the time. Ugh. And, like, she's very sad. And not to laugh about her sadness. Oh, my God, that comes off so bad. Delete that episode, or that part of the episode. Delete that whole episode. <laughs> like, but... <laughs> But um, I feel as if that like Giselle is sort of being a friend here and saying, look, you have everything. You got rid of a deadbeat loser husband who was very rich. Now you have all of his money. Now you can go be like whoever you're supposed to be. So go have fun. Yeah, that was nice. nice? That was a nice thing for her to say. Giselle isn't all bad. No. 
love. I don't believe her. everything she says. <laughs> we don't. I don't think she was in Whole Foods her. and someone right. said they don't do that in there. <laughs> I've been there. It's quiet as hell. They don't Imagine talk to you. walking into Whole Foods and someone wags their finger at you and says, your husband ain't shit. You're, they're fired <laughs> on the spot. They are fired on the spot. <laughs> I'd be like, huh? Excuse me, can I talk to a manager, I don't please? have a husband. Don't swear at me. <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> um, it's a Chevron? <laughs> Um, so Cherise talks about the fight with Ashley with Giselle and Giselle feels like Robin would only be real with herself and Cherise. So they're wanting Robin to win and they decide to sit Robin down and talk it out later in the episode. Um, and you're sort of led to believe like, we have a sisterhood and we need to get to the bottom. Like we need to fix Robin too. Cause Giselle's like, I just fixed Cherise. Cool. Yeah, cool. She's good. So now she'll never feel I'm bad moving. again. Yeah, She'll never feel sad or cry again. Mm-hmm. So I need to go to my good girlfriend, Robin and fix her as well and yeah. get her to break up with her man. So she can be happy divorced like me. Yeah. The happy <laughs> second happiest maybe. Yeah. Uh, second third. or third yeah. happiest. Cause Cherise, Cherise can fight. Yeah. Cherise it. is now the second happiest. Yeah. Say. But no, like, <laughs> If she sticks to the program, having like a, they're building like a little divorced woman's club. Like. <laughs> yeah, divorced woman's alliance. Alliance. Stronger than a club. Um, no dues. No single girls here. Anyways, Monique <laughs> and Chris, uh, her husband, meet with their so they meet with their pastor, their church pastor, and his wife, who I did not get their names. Pastor Pastor The Pastor. The pastor and, and first lady. First lady. Yes. And so basically these two characters have, they hold a lot of hats. So basically they are the pastor and the first lady. They're also therapists, I think. Yeah. Way. Uh, they're like counselors to them in yeah. times of need. They're also the realtors. And they've known them for 10 years. And they've years. known them for 10 years. And also they like keep the books, like the accounting books or whatever. Yeah, I don't um, know. They have too much they have a lot of too much influence. Are they getting paid for each like duty? I don't know what they're getting. Their compensation is. <laughs> they don't look upset. Uh, they love to do it. They've been they doing it for a long it. time. Yeah, and they you can tell that they have such a sincere um, relationship with Monique and Chris. Like it's almost like it's almost insidious how close they are. As if maybe there was a swap or two happening. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> you are disgusting. Wouldn't that be titillating? No more Housewives of Atlanta for you. <laughs> Until further notice. Yeah, I need to rewatch the season with Kim Fields to sort of turn down, like the one with whatever. Dry, yeah, 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 whatever does it for you. Yeah, to just sort in the of the opposite way. Yeah, in the opposite way. <laughs> Are you saying you I'm a little years. too aggressive? I mean, there's nothing going on between them. <laughs> I was kidding, of course. I don't want to and allege I can't even such a imagine. thing. But they were such a close double date coupling, like two two. It looked like couples. a, a parent child relationship to me. Amongst who? To Monique and her pastor? Yeah, like the pastor was Oh, their I'm dad. not suggesting anything nasty. It would all be consensual in my brain, but... Consensual um, doesn't mean it's not nasty. <laughs> <laughs> you are not allowed to make any laws. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> Anyways, of course, they go into therapy mode with uh, Monique and Chris, and the pastor says they need to spend more time together and in love again, and that's when we have... Hey, I think they're trying to get their own show. You think? The yeah. pastor and the wife? I just figured that out. You're probably right, because the pastor's, like, very involved in, like, how to fix Monique and Chris. Like, to the max. To the max. Like, to a point where he knows, like, specific de- details, because he says, Monique, did you call Giselle Trick? Yeah. And Giselle's sort of like, I mean, Monique's sort of like, I did, yes. But there's trick behavior or something like that. And he goes, and, <laughs> you gotta. 
You gotta listen. Be with the Lord. Right. It's like a whole speech. Yes. He's got little, I don't know. I, look. Hmm. I, I think something's up, and I think they are just as greedy as the rest. Yes. I think they need to get off the little high horse, first lady, pastor. Right. I don't like it. Bookkeeper, accountant. That's corny. Get out of here. Get you out of the line. You think you have your fingers in too many pots of You know, pies. if you want to counsel them, go ahead and do it off camera. I don't want to yeah. see it anymore. You're right. Okay? I actually turned on them as a couple. And yeah. They're insidious. <laughs> they're terrible. <laughs> and they're trying to, yeah, keep. They're trying to get some. Keep Monique and Chris under their thumb. Mm-hmm. And by 10 fa- years of dependence? That doesn't, <laughs> doesn't sound, sound right. good at all. <laughs> Throw the tea in the harbor. (laughs) (laughs) No, but really, they just tell them to, like, be in love again and, like, just become husband and wife and, like, in parentheses, like, have sex more or something. Yeah, they need to do a date night. Yeah. Which is such a blanket statement you tell a couple. Like, oh, you guys are going through hard times? Go be in love again. Be on a date. (laughs) Like, that's part of the problem. We don't actually love each other. don't like being around each other right now? (laughs) Huh. Ah, maybe you guys need to start dating. <laughs> Just take it back. Yeah. Do it, undo Pretend all this stuff. that you and, are in the first time you ever met. Like, like, well, I can't do that because I'm pissed. <laughs> so. Um, so, yeah, we move on to Karen and Ray. And um, she. I guess somebody twisted Karen's arm because mm. they're having an open house of sorts. Uh, because they're leaving their home so a realtor can have a private showing with a scheduled time of a couple that is interested in buying Karen's house. And that's not an open house. That's not quite an open house. You're right. Nope. Karen said, no, it must be scheduled. They might have had dinner before. And yes. they must have dinner. <laughs> uh, three courses, no yes, dessert. Yes, none. <laughs> it will be out. It will be presented. Do not accept it. Um. <laughs> and it must be private. <laughs> and it must be your favorite dessert. Um. You have to reject and the couple sort of arrives to take a look at the Grand Dam's ca- the Grand Dam the Grand Dom's castle. Grand Dam, girl, <laughs> where the hell and you been hiding that booty at, girl? <laughs> Karen sort of like has these idealizations and things about her house that are just not in reality. Let's play the clip. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. And I'm not talking a coffin. <laughs> You know, I hope they fall in love with what I love, which is the Grand Fourier. I love this area. Just a little outdated, but it's beautiful. See, a crystal chandelier to me is timeless. This chandelier is my seventh anniversary gift from Ray. I've seen some that's newer. Yeah. More things going on. I think it speaks volumes. This is a great room. It is. It is great. (laughs) Everybody likes the kitchen close to the family room. I love the house the way it is. Will they update the stove and the dishwasher? I don't think I need to renovate at all. Um, and this marble mm-hmm. is pretty. I like that. Yeah, I like that. This is actually not marble. It's a corium. Okay. It fits me quite well. We have priced it competitively. Uh-huh. Could that That's be huge. talked about? Everything is negotiable. Okay. <laughs> <At this point. laughs> okay. So yeah, this couple that seemed like a nice, friendly couple that just wants a new home, but they just didn't think that Karen's home was really up to snuff with what their taste levels are, I guess, which I must agree because... I had house blindness until they pointed all that stuff out to me. (laughs) I was like, yeah, it's fine. It's a fine house, regular mansion, you know, it's Uh super dope. They're like, that's dated, but cool. I was like, oh, it is. There's Um, a lot of old stuff in there. Very old. Like, the chandelier was tacky. Like, it was tackalicious. Like, not. it didn't look rich to me. What a bad anniversary gift. (laughs) Yeah, she said it was her seven-year anniversary gift. And I'm like. 40 years or seven? Seven. Number seven. I'm making stuff up. She's like, this is my seventh-year anniversary. And then he, I guess Ray just said, 
give her that, like that humongous chandelier. Like you probably saw in a different building. But they can't take it with them? I right maybe they wouldn't can. she want to wait yeah wouldn't she want to take it so why is isn't that, it a sentiment why thing? isn't that something that would stay there that's weird they don't even like it <laughs> <laughs> the people walking the, the people house walking don't, they don't, around, care for don't it. like it they said I've seen more with more going on I don't they know what they've that seen means. they've seen more chandeliers that look newer that's what they yeah. said <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, of course they, they probably do have some really lit stuff like LED chandeliers and stuff now. oh yeah I bet like now in 2021 oh my god they probably talk to you they do yeah hello welcome home <laughs> intruder in the back door has been for 45 minutes would you like the scary chandelier <laughs> <laughs> it turns red <laughs> It drops like Phantom of the dun, Opera. Yum dun da. This is Chandelier. <laughs> um, of course, the couple like does not vibe with the kitchen. The kitchen was the most egregious part. I think it was like the white, like it. it the so disappointing. Stove top was like so dated. It looked like it was from 1982. The fridge looked nasty. It was a white dishwasher with like it old used. buttons that didn't look normal buttons. Like the buttons didn't look like they worked. Like. Ugh. Um, Our and producer of course, said they were yellow. The producer, uh, of course, uh, Parker Putrid. says they did look yellow. I didn't notice that. He has strong feelings. Um, and of course, the favorite part of that moment was the fact that they're like, "Ooh, look at these marble countertops!" And the realtor said, "Actually, they're not marble. We cannot say that they they're are marble. cardboard." <laughs> <laughs> They're crinkle cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> like she knocks on it and <laughs> her fist goes straight like through. She got there so quick to be like, disclaimer. Like, Easy, we, these does are it. not marble. Don't get carried away. <laughs> these are made of here's rocks we simple, found outside. Here's a simple <laughs> test. And she like breaks it off like a piece of graham cracker. Bites into it. <laughs> mm, that's good. Everything's edible. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Willy Wonka in there. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's what's so great about it. That's like so obviously it. yes. The couple does decide they're going to think about it, but they do not sign for. They it didn't just make. Yet. The, I've seen some house hunters. It's not my favorite kind of programming, but um, when people get excited about a house, and I'm not exciting. saying that show isn't fake as hell. But yeah, when they get excited, they don't go. Oh, I wonder if that couple was Karen's neighbors though. <laughs> like, LOL. <laughs> and they're like, finally, we get a piece of the action. And she, was right. <laughs> she was right. She was right. Um, oh, this looks bad. <laughs> we move over to like the final kind of segments of the night, I think. Yeah, so basically the end of the episode is all about Giselle's wantervention with Robin and Cherise. So they're going to host Robin over and give her a talking to about the Robin, the Ron situation. Yeah, she doesn't even know. Um, yeah, Robin's going in blind. Uh, they agree that it's a sensitive subject, but they do have to be real with Robin and have each other's backs. Um, and they're just confused. Are they together or are they not a couple? And they well, finally get to the bottom of it. Cherise is extra confused. Cherise is because confused she in is general. Drunk. <laughs> this we TR. must talk about it because she does show the girls Cherise we're talking about uh, the unfinished champagne room at this point. Now, remember, we did once upon a time cover the debut of the champagne room. I it think. doesn't look like the model, does it? It does not look like okay. the model. <laughs> I was um, like, does she make two of these? Because I don't <laughs> think that looks like what I saw. In this episode, she sort of shows the basic blueprint plans of the champagne room. It's like a 3D rendering. Right. It's also like we don't we don't ever get like a reason why she's doing it. She just says she loves champagne. champagne. She would snort it and smoke it if she could. Yeah. I don't think she said the snort it part, did she? I maybe added that. Yeah. <laughs> she definitely said she would smoke champagne if she could. Yeah. If champagne was in a hookah or a pipe or a crack pipe, she would puff it up. Mm-hmm. Um, which is like, that means that you 
drink too much champagne. That's bad. Like, that's, that's a bad sign. That's like she like that's like in my head now. I'm thinking every night she just goes for a bottle. She's like, I'm just going to do one bottle tonight. That's just it. Take it easy. Just and level then out. She's like three in. Like by that stuff will give bed. you a hangover. That stuff will make you pukey puke. Oh like, sure, I will. Hate champagne. I can't do it. I love it, but why? You know. And that's why champagne is like the iconic drink of New Year's Eve. And I'm like, why? It's going to make you feel so bad the day. So first bubbly. Day of the year. So sugary. Yeah, that's a wrap. Um, can't do that every day unless. I'm going to tell a story about another friend that will remain nameless just really quickly. But like we were at this friend's house and he kept his house like so immaculately clean. Mm -hmm. So when me and this other friend went over there, we're like, oh, we love so-and-so's house. It's always so clean. The carpet's so white and it's beautiful. Um, And he always would throw house parties in it. I'm like, I never got that. Why would he do that? Throw house parties in such a beautifully kept home. Of course, the friend that I brought to the party had two glasses, two bottles of champagne. And of course, uh, um, up chucked it all in the middle of the night all over the white perfect white oh. carpet and it was like sort of one of those things where we had to get it as clean as possible before the owner of the home like woke up because that would be like a fight of course like, that's like an expensive you can't fix that you, well you can try <laughs> we did try and we kind of got it almost to like an off you told him though white I did not tell him <laughs> I did not tell him but he did find out through some other means but it wasn't me that did it it was my friend that I was trying to protect um, but, and that yeah. friend told him? I, I think it was another person. Oh, this is yeah. so bad. But I said I, did, I wasn't covering up. I just I did the work for you, and I cleaned it up for most part. But the, but the carpet never looked the same. <laughs> like, oh it was God. always always kind all because of champagne. I think a couple of other factors <laughs> might have been a play, but yeah, champagne. It's a, it's definitely. And that person, open. if you're listening, look, we all have mistakes in our twenties, right? Mm. So and thirties. Mm-hmm. And hopefully not forties. So yes, we still don't know why she has the champagne room, other than she has a severe addiction to champagne. Yeah, and maybe we need to check in on Sharice and see if she's Yo, okay. Oh, she's got to have headaches. Um, of course, the conversation does turn serious, and as serious as it can get. Uh, she brings up the wand rumors from Ashley, and Robin does say she was supposed to do an event with Ashley, but after her behavior, Robin cannot be bothered to deal with her. And this is our final clip of the night, but Robin is sort of answering the tough questions about her relationship and the rumor mill and why people should mind their own business, maybe. Mm, yeah. Let's play it. You're about to get in your business. You're about to get in my business? We're going to start with the really real. And the really real is, how did you feel when Ashley is running around saying, Juan's sleeping with half of Maryland? <laughs> well, Don't nobody want to hear that. She didn't say that. I didn't want to do this tonight. This is not what I came here for tired of beating this dead horse. If people tell me that he's seeing other people, like, you hear those rumors all the time. Right. And I'm not going to go to him and be like, oh, Ashley Darby told me you're seeing people. You know how long we've been together. You know that we have children that, for me, honestly, are, like, number one priority. But it can't just be for the kids. What's left for Robin? And, you know, truth be told, He's not taking care of you. Like, he's not whining and dining you and making sure that you guys get your relationship back on track. The end. So, of course, you know, uh, Giselle and Sharice are doing all of this, I think, from a good place, right? Like, they want... You know, okay, well, talk about it. I mean, what do you think? Is it nice to invite someone over when they think they're just going to have champagne and ambush them about their life? I know. Like, best case scenario, Robin's like, you know, I might have too much champagne and feel a little sick in the car. Yeah, or I might have a little too much champagne and talk too much about my relationship. It probably would have happened organically. Yeah. But for them to set it up like that. To to literally say, I know Ashley was getting in your business. Now it's our turn. Right. (laughs) We care about you. 
<laughs> we want to have a good friendship with you, so let's attack. <laughs> like, um, that's not nice. And yeah, Robin basically tells them, like, look, I... Don't want to have a difficult conversation. Right. That's I all it is. have a conversation. <laughs> As someone who typically avoids difficult conversations, I know what that looks like. Yeah. She's doing it. I think she's coming she up with all these than, reasons. I think she yeah. knows more than what she's letting on. I think she really is hip to it. In fact, they might even have conversations about him dating, and she's just cool with that. I mean, that's a possibility. That's wild. Um, it could be happening. It's wild. Yeah. She might know everything. But she then she also nothing. has all these other reasonings later. She says, you know, um, uh, she says that he, he would be preferred to be married anyways, and I'm not in a rush, and I don't want to spend money on two places. Like, and also the kids. Yeah. And, like, like, and it's all these like other factors that are like sort of keeping her there. That's what makes me think she doesn't know that much, and she's just trying to be like, everything's fine, right. because I haven't asked about it. Uh, Therefore, like denial, it's fine. Big denial. Phase, yeah, it's yeah. actually the same as it was before. <laughs> Holy shit, we're married we're again? married again in, in love, and he's always like with me and loving, making love to me <laughs> oh all the God, time. Oh my God, stop. <laughs> Not here. He's trying to make love to me right here, guys. right now. He's Sorry. Me right now. Yeah, he's calling. <laughs> stop. He's trying to have phone sex with yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> Robin says, you know, she doesn't have a plan, but she's comfortable. And that's when Cherie sort of suggests to Robin, like, well, why don't you guys try therapy? And that's like a... A not a good thing to Robin. Like Robin literally She says, likes having a broken brain. Yeah. She's like, therapy, no, I don't need fixed. Everything's fine. I don't why would I need fixing? That's weird. It sounds like what? Something's like, wrong? Like I'm a robot that needs a tune up. I'm a the, wife yeah, of a NBA player. An NBA player. We actually were just on the radio. Were I'm, you on the radio? I like, was introduced as his partner, his partner. But I'm actually totally cool <laughs> <laughs> with being his wife. Of course. I'm like, okay if people call me that. And yeah, the, what is everybody worried about? Sharice, you know rumors about Sports guys all the time. Like, yeah. rumors, rumors, rumors. There's like, all, there's all fake, all this fake stuff. Never guys, happens. It's never is, true. Uh, thank you so much for your concern and quotations, yeah. but I'm good. I'm living the dream and you're jealous and it's um, Mind your business. That's basically Robin's whole energy at the end of the episode. and Straight up denial. Um, but then they get engaged. A few years later, they do. Yeah, I think as of, like, yeah, they're engaged right now. Like, I'm pretty sure they're going to film their wedding for the show. So, I mean... I guess happily ever after it all worked out and her plan of like sort of bumbling around in the dark and not worrying about things yep. worked. Like it worked. I mean, if you're going to not worry about things, you really have to level out. You can't even get flapped. Like you can't get bothered if someone says something. You no. have to really be catatonic almost. Well, and here's what I'll say. I respect Robin for holding her ground. She was kind of on strike in that relationship. She was. She's <laughs> <laughs> She's like, no, I'm not having a relationship with him. <laughs> I'm not going to confront him about anything. We're not in a relationship. <laughs> but uh, we're together. <laughs> but, yeah, of course, I'd love to be his wife again. But he, that's what he wants, actually. He wants that more than me. I'm weird. I'm like, what? I'm, I'm yeah. making it not happen. I don't, so. I don't care. We're not together. <laughs> we're not together. What? <laughs> uh, you know, over all the years, the many years that we've done this podcast, um, and we won all these awards, and it's been so crazy. Yeah, it has. Um, we, it's a whirlwind. It's a, been a whirlwind success. <sighs> We've talked so much about Robin, and honestly, at the end of the day, if you're listening, Mrs. Robin Dixon, we just want the best for you. And same as Cherie, same as Giselle, we want you to be so happy. Yeah, I want and Juan to not be happy. I want Juan to, well, yeah, uh, Amanda does not care for your husband. Yeah. Looks-wise, personality-wise. Yeah. Um, that's been <laughs> established, but I actually do think your husband is charming and cute. And he understands why you are addicted to what the dick did. Addicted to what the dick did, which is the name of the episode, of course, uh, that we just created. But, um, but <laughs> you need to get 2017 Robin, I'm talking to you. Get a clue. Get it. Get a clue real quick. Hold on to it. Um, <laughs> Don't forget it. <laughs> 
this podcast is someone like sent through the airways to the, the past and she's oh actually God. listening to it. And it changes everything. Um, anyways, let's I'm hit the our president somehow. <laughs> let's hit our final <laughs> segment of the night. <laughs> well, the episode is over and it's time to say, what's your favorite part of the show today? So, Amanda, hmm. this is the part of the episode where strategically, famously, mm-hmm. we talk about our favorite moment of the episode. Do you want to go first or second? Mm, I want to. You know, I want to go first, actually. Okay, Amanda, what was your favorite moment of the of the show? I wasn't a huge fan of Giselle this episode, just because mm-hmm. I felt like it was see-through. Like, her Very. whole game was, okay, come on. But she was magnetic, and she mm-hmm. was funny as hell. The, there were two things that she did in the same scene that were very funny. Yes. The thing that she did on purpose that was funny was calling Monique's party a Thanksgiving uh, dinner. Yes, she did that. <laughs> that was funny. Which it did resemble Thanksgiving. Inside and event. outside. Yeah, it, it really was, very, was the family's It was very it. family cookout, <laughs> yeah. sweet potato pie and mac and cheese vibes. Yeah, like. which would be cool for me, someone yeah. who, you know, is in a certain tax bracket. But maybe if you're rich, you don't want to do that. Um, and then my second favorite was that they got two granolas. Two granolas? <laughs> yeah. The food disparity in this She's episode. She's like, two granolas, and I'm waiting. For her to say something else. And he walks away. He walks, they didn't it. even get a drink to quench their granola thirst. Like, they were just eating just granola. granola. It's great. Wow, I completely forgot about that, but that was, that's gotta be, like, put that on the list. Yeah. Um, I gotta say my favorite moment, though. It's Karen-centric. It is literally her home getting roasted uh-huh. by that couple that clearly wanted nothing, probably neighbors, probably nosy neighbors. They got in. That, like, scooped through their, her panty drawer, but, like, yes. They finally they, got in. They finally got in. <laughs> they, they talk so much shit about her chandelier, uh-huh. about her oven, about her marble. Her not marble. Yeah, her The staircase. Everything was nasty. And they even said at the end, they said, <laughs> the price, that's like that's workable, right? We can fix that because <laughs> I'm not paying $1.8 million for all this shithole. She goes, everything's negotiable. <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> and as always, that is the end of the episode. But, of course, we always have to choose next week's episode. And barring any emo- like emotional things that happen between me and Amanda, and if we don't get into a fight, we will be back next we week. We haven't been in a fight. I know you wish. <laughs> okay, where are we going next week, Amanda? We're going to the hometown, baby. We're going to the Real Housewives of Atlanta, of course. If we pick the Hornytown episode, we can't do it that way. I don't think the Hornytown episode is on Hulu yet, but we could, we'll get there one day. Okay. Um, what season are we doing? Oh, Jesus, again. Season two. Okay, so we are headed to the Real Housewives of Atlanta, season two. What episode? We are doing episode seven. Okay, so next week we're going, this is like old school, like we're talking like 0809 Atlanta. Ooh, um, what was that doing? <laughs> you said episode two? It was one year out of high school. Episode seven. Oh, sorry. Season two, episode seven, Throwing Shade. Wait. What did you say? Have we done that one? <laughs> no, we have not. Uh, with the debut of Lisa's clothing line, she is all business. Meanwhile, Sheree finds out that her fashion line debut will have to wait yet again. Nene gets tough on her college dropout son, Bryce, and Candy calls in a favor. Yeah, this is like... I don't know this. So old school Atlanta. Like I, I feel like there's another one called Throwing Shade somewhere. Half of Atlanta's episodes are all shade in a shade tree or like throwing shade <laughs> off a bus yeah. or like shady wigs. Shade Rico. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, in the meantime, Amanda, uh, do you even want people to find you? Yeah, good luck. <laughs> good luck. If you find me, <laughs> I find her. I always find her. If you a way. find me, <laughs> you uh, a your- shiny hay penny to you. <laughs> You got to do your work. 
very diligently to get yeah. in touch with Miss Amanda Brown. You must be wearing a <laughs> detective's hat. Um, and as <laughs> always, you guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Jay McKenzie. That's J-A-Y-M-A-C-K-E-N-Z-E-E. And we'll All see right. you next week for some shade in a shade uh, trussle <laughs> with a peach <laughs> next week for Atlanta. Have a good, have a good night, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>